What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Recorded live. Hey, everybody. It's 7.30 on January 19th, 2015. Time for Hanging with the Bowling Brothers. Let's see if I can get my theme music up before uh, Mike calls in. 724-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-444-
Yeah, uh, hold on. Uh, do I still have you? Because I might have done something here. Yeah, you still got me. Yeah, uh, that's weird. Um, just doing stuff on my computer here. But, yeah, it was a fun game to watch, man. Uh, I thought the Packers had it. Well, everybody did. Listen, listen, I got the uh, play-by-play up on my screen. Let me just read some of this to you. This is unbelievable. Uh, it's like uh, it's the fourth quarter. Seattle had scored, uh, you know, a, um, a fake field goal in the third quarter, which is really important. I mean, in a, in a tight game, everything counts. But still, they, was, they were down by 12, and they got the ball with 3.52 left. Uh, up the middle for 14 yards, then a short pass for 20 yards, incomplete pass, and a 35-yard touchdown, replay reversed. So now um, right. then they, down, they're down to the 9-yard line. Now they still gained uh, 26 yards. Then up the middle for four yards, then a scramble for a one-yard touchdown. Uh, seven plays, 69 yards, a minute 43. They scored, after that, they double score the whole game. They scored with a minute 43 to go. And then uh, they go for the onside kick with 2.09 left. And the, on the radio, they were saying that Seattle hadn't pulled off an onside kick in like six years, probably wow. because they're, they're never losing, so they really don't need to. But uh, they did it, and it worked. So, of course, they, they recovered the ball with 209 left at the 50-yard line. And you're like, okay. And then they immediately start moving. Uh, they get a 15-yard run. I mean, a, uh, yeah, 15-yard run by Russell Wilson. Marshawn Lynch runs uh, three yards. Uh, then a two-minute warning. And then a 24-yard, an eight-yard completion. And then Marshawn Lynch runs for 24 yards for a touchdown. in four plays, 50 yards, 44 seconds. And then they got – right. And now it's – now it's um, – uh, it's uh, it's 20, 20 to 19 Seattle. So they go for the two-pointer conversion, which is maybe the biggest play of the game besides the onside kick. And Russell Wilson gets flushed out of the pocket. He's got nowhere to go. He's almost about to get sacked, and he just heaves one up at the end zone, and they get it. And, and, and it was just ridiculous. So that gave them a three-point lead, and you're like, oh, my God, they just did it. But now, I'm sorry I'm talking a lot, but I'm reading this up. Green Bay gets yeah, about one twenty. Tommy's here too, by the way. Okay, hey, Tommy. Uh, he's muted right now. Uh, hey, Tom. Yo yo yo. Tommy's house. Actually, Tommy's in the parking lot. Oh yeah, good. Talking about the Seahawks Packers game. We're yeah, we're talking. We're talking about the Seahawks Packers game. We're starting off with that, obviously. Oh, when did they play? Ah, yes. Well, I was telling Matthew, I said, you know, you so you get so sick of predictable ends to basketball games, football games, you know, kneeling on the ball, running the ball, killing the clock, basketball games, fouling to try and make the team miss foul shots. Baseball, you're bringing your 100-mile-an-hour relief pitcher. It's like, I was not rooting for Seattle, but it was pretty awesome. Yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, I like seeing the, uh, the unusual. And it wasn't like, uh, I mean, you know, they did the – unusual plays that the other team screwed up. It wasn't like some, you know, crazy, you know, Steelers, Raiders, you know, immaculate reception thing. <laughs> right. You know, right, was, right. You know those, those are the, that's the result you want to have when you do those plays. And they just, they don't usually happen in succession like that in one game. Right. But it was you, uh, exciting. You know what else it tells me? It, what it tells me too is that, Seattle uh, is obviously very talented. They got terrific defense. They got really good skill players and all that. But they also are obviously a well-drilled, fundamental team because you can't pull off that. 
I mean, that two-point conversion was crazy. I mean, he was almost sacked, and then he throws it across yeah. his body, across the field, and up into like he, like a jump ball, and, of course, they got it. And then the onside kick, you know, it was perfectly up school, went right through the guy's hand. Uh, of course, they get it. They don't make a mistake. And uh, those are plays that if you're a sloppy team that just happens to be talented, you don't make those plays. Yeah, and it's funny because, uh, I mean, you, I don't know, that Green Bay coach, I mean, he made a series of just – I don't know if they were outright, you know, ter- terrible calls or, or whatever plays, but it was just like, you know, he he, he just kept on picking the wrong thing to do or to have his guys in the particular position that they should have been in. And his right. players, you know, as as great as Aaron Rodgers is and doesn't make a lot of mistakes, I think maybe that covers up maybe some of the fundamental mistakes that they obviously make. I mean, uh, what's his name? Hawk being left in no man's land on that uh, fake field goal. He didn't know what to freaking do. He didn't know whether he was supposed to be going up or back or what, so he's just in the middle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I yeah, mean, yeah. He, I mean, this isn't his first year in the in the, in the the league, and they played big games all the time he's been there. Yeah. So some, something's a little off. I don't know. you got to question that coach, man. Well, you do, yeah. but you also got to figure that, I mean, Pete, Pete Carroll, uh, he was ballsy. You know, the fake field goal, the, the onside yeah. kick that worked. But, I mean, uh, in overtime, like, you know, I mean, uh, just going for it. Like, going deep. Well, actually, Russell Wilson made that call as an audible. But uh, he's got a team that's not afraid to try and win the game. And yeah. uh, and where so many other teams are so used to playing safe. Uh, I, thought well, I mean, I, I think I, I said it last night. I was like, and it's not like a choke job like uh, Bill Buckner or something like that. But, I mean, I think that was just a team that got so – tight they started choking and not being able to make the decision whether to go for the you know get up on that man that's going for, uh, that's going out for that fake field goal pass or some of those defensive backs i mean in overtime or even going into overtime what the hell are they doing for god's sakes well right. you know i wanted to get a uh breath in here uh okay. what do you think of the super bowl uh, oh, Matt, are you uh, here? <laughs> yeah i'm here what do you think of the Super Bowl? Uh, any predictions? Pats, uh, Pats and Seahawks. Pats crushed the Colts. I predict pain. Pain. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I'm going to give it to the Pats, in fact. I'm going with the Pats. You kiss the death. Not the kiss the death. Yeah, you kiss the death. That's right. I'm going oh. with the Pats because uh, I think uh, Green Bay should have been uh, – I agree with Mr. Francesa on this one. They should have been up thirty to nothing that first half. Did four inter- what four interceptions in the game or three in the first half or something like that? They couldn't convert. Rodgers wasn't really uh, firing on all cylinders. I mean, he was, you know, obviously hurt with his legs and everything. Well, Brady's not going to be hurt, uh, so they're right. already facing a better quarterback than they did this week, next week, uh, mm-hmm. because Rodgers was hurt. And uh, Seattle played three and a half quarters of terrible football. So I think if they do that against the Patriots, it's going to be thirty to nothing. Well, it's always you know? about matchups too. It's always about matchups and how they match up against them. And I think the Patriots give them more things to worry about because they they could very well just go out there and run the ball forty five times. You know, that's I mean, yeah. we're seeing we're seeing the book on how to beat New uh, Seattle when you when you see a game like that because Seattle played was they got smoked really until the end. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, we're seeing the game plan on how to beat them, and that guy, that guy that was been running for running wild for New England the last couple of weeks, is a beast. He's a oh, beast. he's a beast. He's a beast. Yeah, 
I think we're going to go on, guys. Uh, uh, just want to say John Fox just got hired by the Bears and Gary Kubiak by the Broncos. Oh, well. Let's go well, on to go. Major League Baseball, guys. Well, how about we just talk for a second about the Patriots? I and mean, We didn't talk about them yet. Yeah, we spent like 12 minutes talking football, though. Well, it's the Super Bowl, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, okay. All right, we well. I'm still later. All right, I'll just for a minute then. I mean, just New England uh, is clearly a very good team. Uh, and uh, I guess that's it. <laughs> <laughs> You're picking New England, Meg? You're picking New England? Uh, I, uh, I'm going to pick New England because I think when a team gets really super lucky like that, not lucky, but when a team like Seattle pulls a rabbit out of the hat, it, it might tell some people that, wow, they're so resourceful. It might tell me that they're not as good as we think they are. Um, and they, they had a great moment, and they may have used up their great moment. Yeah, you remember they had, I mean, they weren't, they weren't, they weren't great, you know, for a lot of the season. No, they weren't. They weren't. So I don't know. Now what, now is that going to, are you going to stick with that next Monday or are you going to talk yourself out of it by next Monday? No, I'm going to stay with the Patriots. I think Patriots remind me of the 2009 Yanks, you know, where they hadn't won in 10 years or like uh, nine years. And this is, this is 10 years now for the Patriots. And they still have enough good players, great players that are still playing at a high enough level that they, uh, I think they're going to win. And where are they playing the Super Bowl? Uh, Arizona. Yeah, Arizona, right? Yeah, Phoenix or Scottsdale. Not Scottsdale. Whatever they Glendale, call it. Glendale. Glendale. That's Phoenix, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, All right, Matt. Where do you want to go with it now? Uh, let's go hot stove. MLB hot stove, guys. Right. Uh, big deal today. Max Scherzer signs with the Nationals for $210 million over seven years. Boy, the death of them. It's gonna be the Boy, stupid. Oh, they're so stupid. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I mean, he's a yep. good pitcher. I mean, but his pitchers don't last that long. They get a hurt, you know. I mean, they're about to get hurt. You don't like somebody. that deal, Mike? No, it's ridiculous. I mean, yep. it's thirty. It's thirty million dollars a year. Thirty million. You know, you want to give him thirty million for three years? That's fine. But for seven years, he's got to be thirty years old already. I mean, these pitchers don't last a year. Yeah. Say, say what? Thirty million bucks a year. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Now, what crazy, was yeah. uh, what was uh, the big uh, the big horse there for the Yankees? What's his name there? What was his deal? He had a long you deal, see? right? You see? Yeah. What what was his deal? Seven years ago, uh, right? Yeah. Let me look him up. Uh, I'm not sure uh, off the top of my head, but I, I think, think he it was had... really long. But he was unusual, and he didn't hold up. <laughs> And he was Not unusual. Good. He was a horse, never got hurt for 200-plus innings. And then he didn't uh, pan out for the whole thing either. They never did. Well, he, uh, I think what he had was he had, like, a long contract, and then he had, like, a, he had an opt-out clause, which I think he did. Like, kind of like A-Rod, but he wasn't as publicized as A-Rod. And yeah. uh, let's see. He's making $24 million a year. They don't say where he is in his salary right now. But, uh, now, $50 million signing bonus, too. Oh, for Scherzer? Yeah, fifteen. He's he's actually going to get, uh, get half of it deferred, so fifteen million annually for fourteen years. <laughs> wow. Good luck. Oh, well, and they got. I, I hear they got. Strasburg is a free agent after next year, so he's going into his free agency. Uh, so usually, you know, uh, they'll want to if they're going to keep him, they'll want to wrap him up before next year. Uh, right. So what are they going to? What are they going to have? Two uh, 
Uh, one's over, one's two hundred million, and Strasburg's going to be what, one hundred and fifty million uh, pitchers? They're going to have two pitchers for all that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't give him that. I wouldn't give him that kind of money. He's never, he's had like one good year. Yeah, he's going to, he's, he's, yeah. Uh, I mean, he's, I I mean, yeah, he's well, at least a hundred million. That's a lot of, that's a lot of money too. He's talented, but you know, he's always, uh, you know, he's, he's never. Well, I'm going to look him up right now. Damn it. All right. uh, Damn it. But, <laughs> Uh, he's uh, oh, at Nationals. Uh, Steven Strasburg. I think he had uh, a 3.15 ERA or something last year. Yeah, that's no big deal. It was a good pitcher no year. No big deal. Uh, last year he was 3.14, 14-11. That's pretty good. I mean, and he's, and he's what, 26 or something maybe? 20, he's 26. Let's see, his career, he's... Uh, He's 43 and 30, little boy, uh, with a career ERA of, uh, well, 3.02. That's pretty good. Well, it's nothing to write home about, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering how why they gave him that much money. Uh, well, I think we were talking about what he might get. Um, he's only well, making, some, he's only making stats, $4 million. Yeah, I mean, some of his stats were tainted that year that he, uh, you know, they kept taking him out and everything when they're trying to protect him. Mm-hmm. Uh so I don't know, I don't know what his wins losses were that year, but they probably weren't great. Uh, but I think uh, it's like you know, strikeout to walk ratio was probably pretty good that year and all that kind of crap. But I mean, he's going to be going for big bucks. They're not going to keep both of them. Uh, so I, I think the happiest person right now is Matt Harvey going into this season. If he nails it this season, he's going to be looking pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's going to sign with another team then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the Rangers just got Giovanni Gallardo, is his name, uh, in a deal with the Brewers. Yeah. All right. Uh, and uh, some other news from Major League Baseball. Uh, Samargia and Flowers have resigned with the uh, White Sox. Tyler, Tyler Flowers, the catcher. Right, right. Uh, so, and Samargia is going to make it like $8 million over one year. Uh-huh. Not bad. And... Uh, I was going to do some NCAA basketball and other stuff, so uh, I just wanted to say Randy Johnson going into the Hall of Fame, and he's going to wear the Diamondbacks cap, he says. Oh, well, good for him. I'm sure he's getting a nice little buck for that. Yeah, I would have yeah, gone with the Mariners, but whatever. Is that is that the first Diamondback to be in the Hall of Fame? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, I guess First so, one yeah. wearing that cap. Well, that was uh, worth a few yeah, bucks yeah, to him, yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Would have been the first Mariner too. Yeah, really? Just before we leave, just before we leave uh, um, uh, Strasburg, let me give a very quick uh, wins and losses here. Uh, at 2010, he's five and three with an ERA of two nine one. Next year, he's hurt, so he's one and one with a one point five. Then he was fifteen and six with a three point one six. Good winning percentage. High ERA, yeah, but pretty high ERA. Uh, his WHIP. Was uh, his career whip is good <laughs> under one one. Whip is good. Two thousand thirteen, he was eight and nine, eight and nine with a three ERA. Eight and nine, that's not any good. Uh, and uh, then the next last year is fourteen eleven. He's only pitched like really what you would say is one injury free season, which is last year. The year before he missed four starts. The year before he missed six six starts. You know, come on. Yeah, so I don't know. If you're the Nationals, if that's a great deal, uh, that, that's a great deal, you know. Well, I mean, if their team is gearing up for uh, that big push this year, 
which it looks like they are. They're probably going to be pretty good. He's going to benefit from that. If he's healthy, yeah, he's probably yeah. going to have a pretty good year. Uh, and then, hey, I'm sure someone will want him if they don't want him. Hey. Right, Matt? Hey. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little NCAA basketball going on. Um, Here's a new flash. The, the Knicks are about to win a game. Woo-hoo! Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> They're with the girl yeah. picks. I, if uh, if uh, the Pelicans don't hit a three or something, yeah. <laughs> Pelicans are pretty nine good, but they're, they're, they're big guys. They're big guys not playing today. Ah. Uh, now, who, who are the Pelicans again? New Orleans Pelicans. Pelicans. Uh, who's who's Jazz? Pelicans. That's so stupid. <laughs> are you wanting yeah, to talk about basketball, Matt? Is that what you said? Yeah, I got a couple scores for you. Duke's doing a number on uh, Pitt right now uh, with the first half about to come to an end, 41-24. to 24. Wow, wow, look at oh. that. Whoa. And uh, Texas is beating uh, TCU at the half, 33-20. to 20. And got Whoa. a couple games coming up later tonight, Villanova and Georgetown and Oklahoma and Kansas. Whoa. Cool. <laughs> wow. And <laughs> well, here's the first half, like, I think that whole disintegration of the Big East has really affected my college ball, my college basketball watching, and and, I know, I know. and interest. Yeah, I, you know, I'm just kind of. I don't right want to keep track. What am I going to keep track of? A couple different conferences now. Yeah, Atlantic I know. And Big East American. I know. I know. They have Atlantic Ten on uh, here. Yeah. Next one. Next one. It's over. Well, oh, what's, yeah. that, what's that? Six, six wins. Six wins. Six win, yeah, about about thirty eight losses. Nice. Uh, well, back to college hoops. Not the uh, Kentucky and Virginia continue to roll undefeated. And who's number three, Mike? Here, a trivia question for you. Gonzaga. Right, you must be looking at it. I am. <laughs> then you have Villanova. Duke at fifteen and two is number five, and then Wisconsin, Arizona, Notre Dame, Iowa State, and Louisville. The loser went up top ten. Yeah, that's the AP poll. The US the coach's poll is a little different, but it's okay. I mean, it's still the same top four, which is pretty obvious because you got teams with no losses and one loss. And yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see who dropped out this week. Arkansas, Oklahoma State, Wyoming. Uh, okay, who cares? Uh, RPI uh, is interesting. Uh, uh, let's see. Um, Kentucky came back strong uh, against Missouri and Alabama. They had two blowout wins this week, this past week. Even though they uh, they struggled against Texas A&M a couple weeks ago, they they came back strong in these last uh, two games. They won by 49 against Missouri, and then they won oh, by won by 22 over Alabama. And Alabama had a good team too. Whereas Virginia is like you know earning legitimate wins. Well, they won by 23 against Clemson. Yeah, Kentucky like can't be stopped. Oh, well, no, they don't. They just look at uh, – I don't think any team will say they can't be stopped. I mean, they they look like a team that's really good, but it, all it takes is one rolled ankle or one night of bad foul shooting and you get you can get beat. I mean, they, they don't really need that kind of pressure on a young team to go in there. But what are you going to do, lose a game on purpose? I wouldn't do that. No, no. Here's, no. Uh, here's something for you, Mike. A really bad night for UConn the other night in California. They lost to Stanford 72-59. to Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, I tell you, and they made a late push too. They they got it within uh, 
within I think five, uh, and then they fell apart again. They're, they uh, they're finding out who they are this year. Uh, Stanford's a good team. Stanford's one of the teams that beat them last year, and UConn was national champs last year. So uh, Stanford's tough. They play smart. They play physical. They're big. They had three guys with more than with double digit rebounds. Uh, that was a uh, that was a tough game for UConn. They uh, they're gonna have they're gonna have a real tough time in the second half because they do have a lot of good teams they're playing, a lot of uh, decent teams in that conference. And I don't know where they're gonna find the wins. It's gonna be tough. They're gonna yeah. shock the world, baby! Shock the world! <laughs> <laughs> like shockers. <laughs> I know. Well, go out with the American Conference tournament then and get in. So. Yeah, you think they have a shot? <laughs> or what? Not getting into the tournament, Mike. If they don't well, win the gonna, conference? Well, they would have to win the, probably win the conference tournament. This, I'm guessing at this point, there's still a third of the season to go, 13, right. 14 games, something like that. So if they were on field about nine or ten straight wins, it would help their, their chances a lot. But uh, I don't know how that's going to happen. Uh, but, you know, they probably would have to go and win their conference tournament or something. Uh, they need to find a way to get more points, though. Uh, Bo Wright is the leading scorer with 15.7 points per game. Then you have Brima with 10.8. Yeah, well, Bogart's had some tough games. That Brima thing is a little skewed too because he had 42 in one game, and that you know that's so that's it's not like he's consistently putting in 10, 11 points a game. There's some games where he gets four, you know. Uh, yeah. And Bogart had a bad ankle for a couple of games. His, his average dropped, and uh, teams are like you know boxing one and on him because he's the only real option. You know, they're playing junk defenses. So uh, yeah, they only have really one star. Well, they're only one star, and he's not really a, a take, take you on your back star. He's a he's a good player. Uh, I mean, hey, Shabazz was not as good as Kemba, and and this, and this guy's not as good as Shabazz. Uh, he's not, you know, Shabazz was was dynamic, but uh, Kemba was just like you know a stud. Uh, and Kemba had a much better team too. Kemba had Jeremy Lamb and uh, who else? Uh, I forgot, but you know, they, he had other players on that team. Oh, right, ain't right. Uh, nah, <laughs> trying and, his best. And uh, I see um, Fairfield just played uh, Monmouth the other night in New Jersey, lost seventy-seven to sixty, but they beat Marist. <laughs> oh well, does Marist in last place in the tournament <laughs> in the conference? In the conference, yeah, last place in the uh, conference, I think. It goes Iona, Ryder, Monmouth would get the buys right now, uh, then followed by Canisius. Manhattan, Siena, Fairfield, Quinnipiac, St. Peter's, Niagara, and Marist. Well, uh, well, well. Marist is oh. one in seventeen. A strong what, lineup. What conference uh, are they? Are they still in the MAC? Yeah. All right. Uh, I gotta take a look at what Fairfield's up to. Well, first of all, listen to who's in the Big East now, and see if this reminds you of the same conference: Butler, Creighton, DePaul, Georgetown, Marquette, Providence, Seton Hall, St. John's, Villanova, Xavier. Where's the yeah. case? Well, yeah, I, can't, I can't do it. I can't get into it. Can't do no, it. I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm in for the Ivy League, baby. Go away to Ken. I know. All right, Fairfield is... Where are they at? They're, uh, they are 6-12. Uh, 6-12. and 12. Six and 12. Oh, yeah, that's not very good. Yeah, they're, they're not going anywhere. Well, they're three hundred seventh in points per game, sixty-one point six points a game in the season from the country. Two hundred ninety-sixth in rebounding, three hundred eleventh in assists per game, and oh my god, three hundred tenth in field goal percentage. And these are not weighted by like RPI or anything. These it, are just, it's amazing that they're six and twelve. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, it's good. 
Uh, well, <laughs> but they're four and four in the conference. Um, that that must be a, that, that must be awful going to see a game for Fairfield. Yeah, I mean, who would want to do that? Yeah, uh, next game is let's see, the twenty second uh, at the at the Webster Bank Arena versus Canisius, eight p.m. No, that sounds like a loss. <laughs> sounds like a loss. Let's see okay. what's UConn's next game. Uh, should be hopefully Canisius. <laughs> Uh, I think it's uh, UCF. Um, let me see oh. here. Yeah, UCF on the 22nd, 7 o'clock at uh, Gamble Pavilion. That's going to be on CBS Sports Network. Oh, okay. Well, if you notice, know, like, they don't even get sellouts in their home games anymore. I mean, maybe in Gamble they will, but every time they show a game in Hartford, there's a lot of empty seats. Really? Yeah. It, really? You know, I think, uh, you know, I mean, the women, too, they don't get full houses anymore either. Wow. I know. I think it's like I think they probably price themselves out of the market, you know, because they've been so good. Tickets are probably really. Exp- I remember I was doing a show up in Hartford a few years ago, and we had an off night the night of uh, uh, they were playing Villanova, and I went and I got tickets, and uh, they were like, I was like in the top row of the Hartford Civic Center, and it was like thirty something bucks a piece. Really? And, uh, yeah, and I remember like looking down for courtside ones. They were like a hundred bucks or eighty bucks. I'm like. This is a freaking college game. They don't even play the, pay the players. Where's all the money going? Uh, so, it's kind of ridiculous. Get some facts and come back and see me. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Uh, and let me say before we uh, get on, uh, uh, do the, uh, hold on, before I do my, uh, get off my phone! <laughs> uh, interesting night tonight uh, on wrestling, guys. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, guess who, uh, guess it's gonna oh, I guess it's going to be a Raw reunion. Oh, really? Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, Kevin Nash, uh, the guy who used to be Diesel, uh, Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, Razor Ramon guy, uh-huh. and uh, a couple other guys, too. Uh, Shawn Michaels. Oh. Are they going to come out in their walkers? <laughs> <laughs> but I think I'm going to watch that next. So uh, it's time for everybody to get off my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Any last thoughts, Mike or Tom? Uh, Tom, uh, my last thoughts. Uh, Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor, the pride of oh. the Irish. <laughs> what about McGregor? Conor McGregor, 145 UFC. Oh. Yeah, he won Jam- last night. He looked pretty good, too, boy. Cool. Well, thanks for calling up, guys, and we'll do it again next week. Hanging with the Bowling Brothers. Uh, Our 31st episode, by the way. Uh, And we'll do it again next week. All Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.